Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Mandy, and this week I've got a special guest from one of the other podcasts that I'm on. I have Darian from Psych Ward and the Padded Room Network on here. Hello, Mandy. Good to be on the podcast, <laughs> finally. Exactly. Swapping, swapping podcasts back and forth here. <laughs> I have to ask you before we get started, how yes. much hate mail do you get from people wanting to talk about, like, raspberry pies and blueberry pies? <laughs> I've and had they- a few people actually be like oh i like i like different kinds of pies like i'd be interested in that i'm like why would you listen to a podcast that's about pies <laughs> don't there's a podcast for everything out there yeah well i have like my april fools episode which is actually like about favorite pies nice. and i recorded it kind of like how the the chicks used to do on Sarah live where there was that sweaty balls episode <laughs> <laughs> So I did it in, like, in my best like NPR voice, like being super serious, talking about like actual pies. To- totally monotone. <laughs> yeah. No inflection whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, that's my April Fool's episode Love that I put it. up. You <laughs> <laughs> know, pies, paranormal investigation and exploration, or people investigating and explaining, or I just wanted some kind of acronym that was along those lines, and PieCast sounded fun. <laughs> Sounds great. I like it. So before and it kind of makes into... me hungry in a, in a little way. Yeah, pie's good. So before we get into your story, I want to talk a little bit about the storming of Area 51 because you live in Nevada. I do. And so <laughs> this thing that's come up with all these people deciding, I guess, that if we all storm Area 51 at once, they can't kill all of us. That's supposed to actually take place in <laughs> September. And I don't know if you've seen the Facebook event, but there was something like, oh, it was like over 900,000 people, I think, last time yeah. I checked. Yeah, it's nuts. They're going. It, so you know it's going to be like three people show up. Probably. <laughs> that like, you know, actually go to this event. Let's see what it's at. It is at, oh, it's at 1.2. Going or interested now. Lovely. Uh, Friday, uh, September 20th at 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific time. So I guess people think that if, everyone goes that they can't kill everyone and the plan is to like i guess naruto run to duck under the bullets <laughs> and they have a wave of uh kyles that they're calling them that they're going to load up with monster energy drinks and they're going to be the first wave i guess and then there's going to be two groups of like runners to kind of like flank them <laughs> at the oh base. my god <clears throat> my, thing, my thing that i don't understand is okay so say even like a thousand people show up minimum thousand people show up and they're going to run at the base. Say you make it to to the base. Say you make it to the outside of the base. Say maybe, you know, only a couple hundred get killed. How mm-hmm. do you think you're getting inside the base? <laughs> like, it's uh, one I'm thing sure, to run I'm up sure to the building, like, <laughs> but you yeah, have to get in like the building. Yeah, there'll be like one guy with a crowbar, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there'll be another guy that has like a sledgehammer, but they won't be talking to each other, so they'll be going at it on separate ends or something. Yeah. It's going to be It's going to be ridiculous. Look, I'm ex-military, so I have a little bit of, of insight on this. If you're going to to do like a siege operation, you don't tell the guys when and where you're going to do it. <laughs> exactly. That that's the biggest problem you have. Because now they're like, oh shit, they're coming. Okay, let's get all of our, our weirdo alien stuff and let's put it somewhere else. Yeah. Here's so, a Facebook chance... event with the date and time, and you know yeah. the government's looking on Facebook anyways, watching you. Yeah, you stupid bastards! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You can't, you can't, okay, so you got, a, what, a million, 1.2 million we're up to now? Yep. Okay, they can't kill us all. That That's the that's the tactic that we're using. We're just going to run at them 
and uh, hope that three or four people make it in before everybody else gets mowed down. Yeah. That's horrible. That's a dumb idea. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I been... want them to live stream it, though. I want to see that. I want to see people go there at 3 in the morning, see who shows up, see them actually try and like get over the fence, get past the little guard hut, and run through the desert to this base that's just open desert with yeah. no cover. Yeah. <laughs> and then get yeah, to the gonna... building. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be comedy. Uh, I've been Mandy. I've been to a couple of UFO conventions and things like that. You know what I mean. And I have to tell you, uh, there is not really a level of athleticism <laughs> involved in in like the uh, you know the MUFONs yeah. and the, the different alien research uh, operations. Not not exactly not exactly guys that go for jogs is yeah. what I'm telling you. Yeah. So. I mean, I've driven by Area 51, and I've I've seen like the buildings and the structures and stuff like that. It's a ways out there. Yeah, you got you got like a good two three miles from the gate to the structures of open desert of open desert <laughs> and rocks, and uh, you know you're not going to make it in your flip flops. No. I'll tell you right now, you're going to there's you're nowhere to like hide either. Like it's not like there's no. like, trees and like things you can hide behind. It's just open desert. You're just yeah, like no cover. It, no, and these fat bastards think they're going to go hop a fence, yeah, a big fence with barbed wire on it. Okay, that you really think that's going to happen? I don't think so. Uh, and then cross two to three miles of open desert in the middle of the night, mind you. Yeah. Uh, trying not to get shot by trained snipers. Yeah. And then they're going to break into the buildings using the one crowbar that they brought. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really just want it to like happen because I want to see that shit show. I want <laughs> to like, oh, God. you know, I'm gonna sit there on that date because it's Friday night. I'm gonna sit there at three in the morning and be like, "Okay, where are you guys at? Let's see Who's it. Live streaming. Let's see Who's it. Facebook living this, you know, event as you're running through the <laughs> desert trying to make it to Area 51. Because like, of course, that would be amazing. But it's like they don't think about. Okay, so you get to the building. How are you getting yeah. in? Now How what? are you gonna get into the building? Uh. <laughs> You know, I mean, planning is for pussies, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just run, just run at it at full speed, and uh, hope for the best. I guess is what we're doing here. Oh, I think it's amazing, though. <laughs> like, the internet is a fantastic place of ridiculousness and constant entertainment. Absolutely. I hope there is a live stream. I'll watch. I'll bake popcorn. We'll watch it together. It'll you should like drive out there and be like, "Where are you guys at?" <laughs> I want to. I'll film this I'll for be, you. I'll we'll be there. Documentary. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not help. I'm just here to watch. You guys go ahead, though. You're doing great. Yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> <K>, go. <laughs> Everybody, run. <laughs> oh no. So the other reason I have you on the show <laughs> is to talk about some ghost hunting stories. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell me about oh, so, I, so I guess you want me to tell my ghost hunting story yeah. Is that we, oh okay all right <laughs> well okay let's let's talk about ghosting now i'm in reno nevada <clears throat> which is about uh oh i'd say about a half hour away from virginia city nevada now if any of you guys have seen any episode of any of these reality uh ghost hunting shows then you're probably familiar with virginia city nevada it's home of the old washoe club yeah. And the old Washoe Club is a structure that still stands to this day. It was built in 1868, I believe, during the Comstock load. What the Comstock load was was a giant silver strike that was hit in the Virginia foothills of uh, 
what at the time was Virginia City, Nevada, and uh, had like a big mining boom. It was a huge boom town, and one of the biggest cities at the time on the West Coast uh, rivaled actually San Francisco for a few years. Uh, naturally, the, the low dried up, the mining kind of went away, and then the city was just kind of left there to, to dwindle and die. Still exists, though. These days, it's more of a tourist trap, and uh, it's they've really cashed in on the whole ghost hunting thing because a lot of the structures up there are, are still standing from the 1860s and reputed to be very, very haunted. Uh, most notably would be uh, Ghost Adventures. That's the one of the buildings where Zach Baggins and his crew of merry men got their big start was by finding evidence at the old Washoe Club. Oh, nice. So a little history on the old Washoe Club. It was in its heyday a brothel and a gambling hall. Um, was gutted by fire, um, was rebuilt and moved, I believe, like 30 or 40 feet down the road. Um, and then it was gutted by fire again. There was a substantial body count the second time. Now, when they moved the structure over there, they had a back room that was used for cold storage. But the, the, the way that Virginia City is set up, it's basically, it, it's very strange that this works at all to me because it doesn't seem like it should. But the entire city is built on a downward slope of a big hill. And by downward slope, I mean a really steep hill. So it's strange that, like, every time it doesn't rain, the entire city doesn't just wash down the hill. <laughs> Especially because most of these buildings, the buildings up there are from the, the 1860s. So architecture and things like that weren't exactly up to code, and they didn't have building inspectors or anything back then. So it's, it's, it's kind of an anomaly in and of itself. Um, so the, so where I come into this story is that, uh, there's a local group of ghost hunters called the Constantinos. Now they're a whole other story in and of themselves that mm -hmm. I'll get into here in a second, but, um, they had, they would periodically, um, do like their, their little ghost convention slash, uh, overnight hunts, uh, investigations, whatever you want to call them, at local places around Reno, Virginia City. Uh, sometimes we'd go down to Goldfield, uh, places like that. So the first time I went on a ghost hunt with the Constantinos, my wife and I went and we kind of spent the night in one of the local museums. Um, now, before I get any further into the Constantinos, I should probably tell you how that story ends because it doesn't end well. Yeah. Mark and Debbie Constantinos were Constantino were self-reputed EVP experts. Mandy, you're familiar with EVPs and the whole process yep. of that stuff? Okay. <clears throat> now, I should tell you right now that there is no criteria or certification for EVP expertise. Yeah, Re not like a really, degree you get. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's not like a course you take or anything like that. You and I could be EVP experts. We just have to start calling ourselves EVP experts yeah. <laughs> and start taking it a little more seriously, probably. But um, they kind of made a na name for themselves also by going on the reality TV circuit. They were regulars on Ghost Adventures, showed up periodically on Paranormal State. Um, there was another one they were on. I think it was called Ghost Lab or something like that. It was the one with the three angry fat guys oh, okay, that yeah. drove around in the, the big stupid truck. But uh, they kind of made a name for themselves doing that. And then the, after their appearances started drying up, they tried to cash in locally by uh, doing these ghost hunts. 
So I had approached them originally by for trying to get them to do a guest spot on the Padded Room podcast, my show. And it was very clear and evident to me that um, they were not a healthy couple, I think mm-hmm. is the best way to put it. Uh, very, very snippy. Very, uh, like, constantly taking shots at each other, you know. And they, they could hold it together for their public appearances, but just underneath the like the, the surface of that, you could tell that these two, uh, it's just like, you know, we all have those friends that are married to somebody or with somebody that they have no business being with. And you yeah. want to tell them just to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. But like, they're so like, together? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, all you do is fight all the time and it's weird and awkward for everybody around you. But for some goddamn reason, neither one of you can split. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of where they were. And, um, they were always hard up for cash, so as soon as I started talking to them about coming on the podcast, the first question was, how much are you going to pay us? And I was like, Zero. Uh, I will buy you a uh, foot long from Subway, that'll get you money. <laughs> that's, that's about my budget for this little adventure. But, um, you know, that, that was part of it, and the way, unfortunately, this story ends with a murder-suicide. Mark Constantino got into a... Oh God! It was like a, it was like a standoff with the police uh, here in Sparks, which is right next to Reno, Nevada. But he, Debbie, had left him. Debbie Constantino was the other half. She had left him officially and moved across town to her friend's house. He went over there and uh, shot the friend's roommate and killed mm-hmm. him and abducted Debbie and brought her back to an apartment here in Reno, where the uh, standoff took place and he eventually uh, murdered her and then took his own life. That's the ending of the story. Uh, that is, uh, that's, that's pretty rough. And to be yeah. honest with you, Mandy, I'm seriously surprised that none of the other paranormal shows have tried to, to cash in on this. Yeah. Because that's weird. That's, that, that seemed, that seemed to me the like, that would be like a jump, a critical moment for them that they could all swoop in. Oh, she was possessed or he was possessed mm-hmm. or some shit like that. But, Fortunately, in good taste, nobody has done that yet. I'm kind of glad they didn't because that would be kind of weird and distasteful in my opinion. But yeah. uh, my experience with the Constantinos. So the first time we went out uh, on one of these ghost hunts, we spent the night at a local museum, the Wilbur D. May Museum. Uh, Wilbur D. May is a local figure. Uh, he owned Double Diamond Ranch, which is like a huge chunk of land on the south part of town. I want to say he passed away in the 60s, but he had, like, this giant palatial estate. And when he died, I don't believe he had any heirs. So all the – he had, like, these very um, – uh, like, he was a big game hunter, so okay. he had a lot of animal heads. And uh, he had some actual human shrunken heads that he got on safari. Oh, wow. And all this, all this stuff went into a museum that uh, was built specifically for him uh, over by the university. So – we got to spend the night there at the Wilbur D. May, Wilbur D. May Museum um, with the Constantinos. Nothing nothing really happened, to be honest with you. But I'm a skeptic when it comes <laughs> to ghosts. So, I mean, they it, he, that's the thing about the Constantinos, man. And if, if I'm paying you to take me on a quote-unquote ghost hunt, you kind of have to produce a ghost, yeah. right? So any little creak or crack or any little ambient noise they found on the uh, their recording equipment, they they tried they sold the shit out of it, man. Oh, did you hear that, <laughs> dude? What the fuck was that? And the rest of us are standing around rolling our eyes because yeah. we're in a 
in an old museum and it's like well uh, that was uh, that was probably the air conditioning coming on. Mark, just calm the hell down. <laughs> yeah, you know. But they, you know, they're they're trying to make a living doing this, so they had to produce a ghost. So that was the first time. The second time we went up there, we actually went up to Virginia City with them, and uh, we spent the night at the old Washoe Club. Uh, three story structure. The first story is still a bar, and it's open to this day. You can go in there and have a drink if you want. No, that's cool. So, yeah, second floor is uh, where the quote-unquote ballroom was. Um, it's like j- just basically like one big open floor. And the third floor is where the the ladies would do business. It's where all the, um, you know, bedrooms were. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the second and third floor are pretty much empty at this point. <clears throat> I don't know if they still are, but they were at the time we went up there. Um, again, I'm sorry, but... In my humble opinion, I don't think anything happened that night. Again, they tried to sell the shit out of everything, you know, creaks and cracks and everything. Oh, what was that? What's going on? <laughs> oh, I feel like an energy coming on. Whoa. And, you know, I mean, comedically, <laughs> okay, so we're, we're it's a three-story structure, and there's a lot of stairs involved. And there was one lady that was on our little ghost tour that was morbidly obese, Mandy. <laughs> And we're going up and down these stairs all night, and she's huffing and puffing. And at one point, she turns to her friend and is complaining about how she can't feel her feet. Oh, wow. <laughs> so she's constantly shuffling her feet. But, you know, we get to the ballroom, and Mark and Debbie are like, okay, everybody be quiet. We're going to do an EVP session. So everybody is quiet except for this big fat lady who's huffing and puffing. And we're probably going to have to call an ambulance if we go up and down the stairs again because she's yeah. going to die. But, uh, you know... We, we do the EVP, EVP session, and then we click off the recorder and do the playback, and, you know, Mark's like, oh, did you hear that? And it was clearly the fat lady trying to catch her breath, you know? <laughs> but they're doing a, a, a hell of a job trying to sell it as some kind of a ghost. Um, really, I can't say anything extraordinary happened up at, the, uh, up at the Washoe Club. Not while I was there. I would love to say the place is haunted. I'm a skeptic. I would love to believe that ghosts do exist and that there is some intelligence after death, but not, not in any experience I've had, to be honest with you, I haven't had any kind of a ghost thing or I, (laughs) you know, I took some pictures and I saw what I believe to be dust mites. They were, you know, Oh, Oh, they're not orbs. You got orb activity, brother. And I'm like, dude, We're we're in the, we're in an abandoned building from the 1860s. This place is coated in dust. Oh yeah. Every time we shuffle our feet, uh, we kick up a bunch of stuff. And then not to mention the insect life in there. Whatever you want to call it, orbs, call it orbs. I think they're <laughs> dust mites. So that was pretty much my experience, Mandy. Just nothing. <laughs> uh, nothing. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't call something else. You know, if I was really wanting to believe then yeah i probably could draw some conclusions up there or i could say that the constantinos were affected by negative energy and they brought it back into their their real life and killed each other or something like that but you know i i try to i try to keep a rational head with this stuff and really there's nothing that happened up there that i couldn't chalk up to the bar being open the whole time we were there yeah or uh the architecture or the creaky floorboards or something like that or the fat lady huffing and puffing yeah <clears throat> so that was my experience mandy sorry to disappoint you 
No, I mean, it, it makes sense too, right? I think that, like, people go to ghost hunts, and I've done two of them, and you kind of go into it, like, almost expecting to see something. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, even if places are haunted, because I believe in ghosts and energy and all that, it doesn't necessarily mean it's 24-7, you know, 365, that there is stuff going on there. So if you're really like wanting to ghost hunt and definitely say like whether a place is haunted, you'd have to go for like a week or, you know, more than, than one night sort of thing. And I agree too that with it being, you know, a place like that where there is parts that are still open and stuff is still ongoing, you know, that how do you know that the noise isn't coming from that? Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, you know, if you talk to a legitimate ghost hunter, not a re not a reality TV star, but like a legit, like a Ron Martin, from uh, the Resurrection of Zombie 7 podcast. He'll tell you, you go out on 100 uh, ghost hunts, 99 times you're coming back with absolutely nothing. And on the one time you do come back with something, it's going to be highly questionable as to what it was. Exactly. Which, I mean, it's it's not an exact science. And I would, like I said, I would love to believe that, that these things exist and that we have a lot to learn from them and stuff like that. But until I get slapped in the face by a ghost or I see a, a disembodied uh, whatever come floating down the hall at yep. me, you know, then I'm, uh, I would love to believe, but I just can't until yep. I have that experience. I think it's hilarious. Like we started watching more of the, the ghost adventures ones with Zach Baggins mm-hmm. or whatever. And they have this machine that like, it shows like little stick figure people, I guess. Oh, yeah. The, and there's uh, connect camera. Yeah, and there's one where they're like at, I think it was a prison. They're showing the stage, and it looked like the ghosts were just like dancing a jig up there. And I'm like, what even is this? And like, <laughs> who made this machine? So to begin with, they could be like, oh yeah, this is gonna show you things or whatever, dance around, and then like, oh look, there's like this little stick figure with dots, and they're just fucking dancing jigs up here. I'm like, why would ghosts come out, go on the stage, do a little dance for you, and then like leave? Like. It's so bizarre, and, like, we, we got talking about, like, ghost hunting equipment, and, like, people just make these things, and they're like, oh, I, uh, I made this device here, and, you know, the if this little arrow goes up on this bar, that means there's a ghost nearby, but it could all totally. just mean that, like, yeah, it's a cold spot, because it's an old, drafty building, and right. there's cold spots in buildings, and or it could mean right. that, you know, yeah, there's, like, electromagnetic waves you're picking up, because it's the earth, and there's electromagnetic <laughs> waves on the earth. Like, I believe in ghosts and everything, but these some of these devices that they use are just ridiculous. I think I think Ghost Adventures is my favorite. And uh-huh. you want to talk about bullshit devices. Yeah. They bring their, their, their little tech guy in, and he comes up with the wackiest shit I've ever seen in my they life. They have the one where, like, you ask them, like questions or whatever and it'll say like a word and you can type something into the box and it'll say like a word back to you and shit yeah they never explain how it works no they're like it it has a five thousand word database the ghost can pick any word it wants how how does that work exactly yeah does it does it like uh log on to something and then it has to get like a username and a password and then it can manipulate your device that's bizarre yeah but my favorite was when they went to the abandoned hospital and they, they had the guy rig up a ghost prison cell type of a situation. Do you remember that episode? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> they had to, like, back this thing in on a flatbed truck. Oh, my God. It was so And load it in there. It was like a giant, stupid cage thing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to trap a ghost in here, brother. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Of course, nothing happens. But, you know, some yeah. of the lights went off. Or so, whoa, dude. Dude, bro. 
I love the ones where like Zach gets like all angry. And then he's like, oh, it's because the ghosts are possessing me. And there's one where he's like, you don't have permission to enter me. And I'm like, what? Why well, are you just screaming that in a hallway? Yeah, I'm like, why are you screaming that? He's like, you don't have permission to enter me. I'm like, okay. And then, like, the ghost is going to be like, oh, okay, sorry. My bad, yeah. you, know, you know, I don't have permission. And then he gets all, like, angry. And he'll be like, oh, I can feel it because I'm getting angry now. I'm like, are you just getting angry because you haven't found anything? Yeah. I refuse to believe that a ghost, an interdimensional being, will be affected by bullying, especially yeah. by these three fucking meatheads. You it's don't have permission. Oh, sorry, my bad. Oh, God. Hey, hey, Nick, you smell that? It smells like ghost pussy in here. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, you clown. Exactly. It's so as, ridiculous. It's, as ridiculous as it is and as stupid as it is, I have to admit, I cannot not watch Ghost Adventures. Oh, I know. It's, it's, so it's hilarious. It is. I'm, I'm fascinated by the history of these places they go to, even though they fabricate it from time to time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, just, just watching these three meatheads stumble around in the dark is hilarious to me. Uh, and, like, their devices. Like, it's just, you know, here's this solar power calculator that I stuck to, like, you know, a multimeter and duct taped it together. But here you go. And it'll, like, tell you numbers. And the numbers will be, like, a rating of, you know, how many ghosts are in the room. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's insane. Yeah. Sure, just just make shit up as you go, really. Yeah, that's what they do. It, but that that one friggin' camera with the little stick people, like the Kinect oh, camera, yeah, fuck, man, it's which so I believe funny. is like a strangely modified Kinect uh, three uh, Xbox three sixty Kinect camera. Yeah. Which I mean, th- there has to be something to it. They used it in one of the Paranormal Activity movies, right? Yeah. That was weird too. Where like all like yeah. the dots, and I'm like, I wonder if you do that. Like if it shows like that with the camera, because we used to have a connect, but I think we got rid of it before before that or that movie came out. Yeah, I got one. I never use it though. But yeah, that's that's so bizarre, <laughs> man. What? So what are what are some of your favorite paranormal shows other than Ghost Adventures? Um, obviously, Paranormal State is pretty entertaining too. Because the dude thinks he was, like, being chased by Legion. Of course. And I thought that was, like, amazing that you have the balls to think that you're so fucking important. The Legion, Mm -hmm. the most, like, prolific demon from the fucking Bible, like, cares about you. (laughs) And your stupid Penn State uh, college class. Get out of here, man. Yeah, like, Legion's chasing you? Really? I (laughs) will say about Paranormal State. They felt the most authentic to me, mm-hmm. and the o- the only basis I have for that is that everybody on that show is hideously ugly, yeah, <laughs> and has really bad skin, and yeah. uh, you know they're they're like you could tell they have like zero training in anything because the camera starts rolling and they're just like nervously smiling at each other like uh what am I supposed to do I don't know yeah but uh, that that one felt a little more legitimate to me until we got into Legion yeah. and uh, <laughs> Satan himself is after this one college kid that can't seem to figure it out yeah <laughs> I can't remember if it was the guy from Ghost Adventures Zach they may actually have been him so there was this movie Demon House or something I've seen it yeah yeah where he like buys the house. Where, like, all these, like, whatever super demonic possessions and shit took place. And then Gary he goes, Indiana. like, under the stairs and there's, like, this dirt patch. And he digs and he's like, oh, look at the stuff we found under the stairs. And, like, mm-hmm. anyone could bury that stuff there anytime. Yeah. It was, like, a chicken bone yeah. and uh, some sticks. And yeah. uh, 
Who gives a shit? I actually enjoyed that movie. I mean, I'm not. Uh, it was clearly horseshit from yeah. from the word go. It was entertaining. But it was entertaining. I thought, especially the part where his little cameraman lost his mind. Yeah, he goes like fucking mental and shit. And you do <laughs> see like like a shadow thing or whatever like fly by in the background. Yeah, and, he goes and the then he room. starts punching walls in the hotel, and then like four months later, he's taking naked pictures of. Himself. Yeah, but he was all like, in the, <laughs> when they were like filming the hotel, he's like, "Oh, I'm so angry." Oh, yeah, I just want to fight everybody. <laughs> I'm just going to walk up and down this hallway. And everybody's like, dude, dude, Chad's, Chad's crazy right now. Don't talk to Chad. He's walking out, up man. and down the hallway like a crazy guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's... he just had one too many Red Bulls. Did anybody think about that? Oh, monster energy drink to Storm Area 51. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, get Chad out there. He'll knock some shit over. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fucking, it's so brutal. Oh, dude, it's good times, man. Do you have any any favorite ghost movies? Um, reality TV shows, notwithstanding. Like the Paranormal Activity ones, I think are pretty entertaining. The first couple are pretty good until mm-hmm. it just gets like stupid. But I think it was the second one. No, the third one because that's the one with their little kids in it. We saw that one in the theater, and we had to unfortunately like it was opening weekend, and we got there late and. I think we ended up being, like, in the third row or it's, like, Ugh. way too close because there's, like, the main part of the theater and then there's, like, the section at the front that no one ever sits in and we got yeah. stuck sitting down there. Yeah. And so my husband and his friend were like, okay, I'm going to watch the right side of the screen. You watch the left side of the screen. You tell me what's going on. And then so they're like, I don't know what's going on the other way. He's like, oh, there's a fat kid and she's sad because she doesn't have cake. And he's like, oh, she's got cake now. She's happy. And there's the one part where, like, the the kids – go to like their grandparents house or whatever and they have like Mm -hmm. a big ceremony and stuff and the cab pulls up and then my husband's like it's the ghost he took a cab and the woman (laughs) behind him started howling (laughs) so that was pretty entertaining right on (laughs) just for that fact mainly because now every time i see it i'm just like oh it's the ghost they took a cab that's pretty sad (laughs) and then though they had the uh the camera on like the fan that was going like back and forth yeah and i think with those ones it's the jump scare but they also build up the anticipation so they show you like the long cut of this scene and you're just waiting and you're kind of looking in the background like oh is it the bookcase is it the window what's in that cupboard and you're trying to figure out what's going to happen in it it's the the total like oh you're startled you know they're jump scares you're like i'm so startled yeah i I like the paranormal activity movies I kind of I kind of gave up on them though when they went to the hood. That's yeah. never a good thing. Yeah. When you go to the hood or you go to outer space, that's when it's time to to pack it in, I think. Yeah. But other than that, they were pretty good. Did did a hell of a job of building suspense. And you could tell when something was about to happen because it would get mysteriously quiet, but the ambient sound would get cranked way up. Yeah, exactly. So you would just get like that low hum all of a sudden and then bang, something out of this world happens. As far as like I guess ghost movie, like Sixth Sense probably counts as a good ghost movie. Sure. And yeah. that was a pretty good one. Although it's one of those, Sixth Sense is one of those movies where it's good, but it's hard to go back and rewatch it because you know what the twist is. Yeah, I find it almost to be one of those movies that you have to watch twice. Yeah. Because like, you watch it once and you're like, what the fuck? What? So he was dead. And then you watch it the second time and you're like, holy shit. And you're like, oh, no, in this scene, no one's talking to him. And he's nobody just ever here. talks to him. Yeah. And he's wearing the same clothes the whole time. And yeah. then it all makes sense. And you're like, all right, you got me, you fucker. Yeah. But then, but it's like, because then you know what happened. It's like, 
for me, it's, you know, one of my favorite older movies, Shallow Grave, is really good. But then mm-hmm. you know what happens at the end. You're like, oh, yeah. this is what happens at the end. I agree. Are the, my, my stance on ghost movies is that an effective one, is what I mean. We're both horror fans, Mandy, and yeah. we don't really get scared per no. se watching these movies. But an effective one will sit with you, and it won't really hit you until you're walking to your car <laughs> yeah. uh, in an empty parking garage late at night, and that's when it creeps back up on you, and that's when it gets you. The funny um, thing is that we watched more like Mothman prophecies when it came out, mm-hmm. and my husband and I was like, like we weren't living together yet, and. He was like kind of weirded out by it, and I was still in with my parents. And my dad used to call him and leave messages on his answering machine and be like, Chapstick. <laughs> Just oh, to wow. fuck with him. <laughs> wow. I like your dad. Yeah, he's I think, pretty funny. Uh, I think me and him would get along great. <laughs> It'd be funny because then he'd sit there and like just like laugh about it. <laughs> Very cool. I think more I think uh, alien huh. movies are more unsettling to me than ghost movies, so. I, I can see that. With them. Totally. Well, the th- the cool part about ghost movies and like the weird urban legend movies is that there's a certain air of believability. Yeah. Which makes them that much more effective. One of my favorites. I don't know if you'd consider this really a ghost movie or not, but The Ring. Yeah. That one. That one hung with me for a while. Yeah, and, I actually like, remember seeing that in the theater, and I think sometimes seeing them in the theater makes it like stick a little bit more than like just watching yeah. in your living room with you know the lights on and you know and they're just on the couch you know whatever because you get interrupted and everything whereas in the theater you're in like the dark contained space and so i have to absorb it a bit more yeah you're locked in man there's no distractions mm-hmm. but uh that that's one that, that that hung out with me and you know i saw it in the theater too with my friends and i did a fair amount of shit talking oh that bitch comes out of my tv i'm gonna slap her down <laughs> yeah fast forward like a day or two later i fall asleep and night in my apartment and i wake up and my tv screen is on and it's got the white the white noise going oh, yeah and i just about chat myself <laughs> or like you get like that phone call <laughs> yeah oh phone's ringing oh, oh, you go answer it <laughs> yeah i think like the most like speaking of like stuff after the movies or whatever first time we watched the strangers the first one Mm-hmm. And we watched it in our house, and then like that night at three in the fucking morning, people came and rang our doorbell. And oh, I, wow. like, where we lived, it was kind of like across the street and over from a bar and sort of like a little convenience store and stuff. But mm-hmm. we had lived there for a while. No one ever came to our house. Like we were not, you know, the closest house. There was other houses before ours that they could have gone to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like to come and like ring our doorbell at three in the morning. The night we watched that movie, like, I was fucking shitting my pants. I was just like, I would be too. what the fuck? I'm, like, peeking out the window, and you see the two people. I'm just like, this is the most fucked up thing of all nights to come and <laughs> ring our doorbell. So we don't obviously answer it, because, like, I'm not fucking answering the door. Fuck you. And we oh. watched them, like, walk across the street to use, like, the payphone at the convenience store, and then a cab came and picked them up. But I was just like, this is the most fucked up thing. <laughs> like... <laughs> all night and i haven't seen the second one yet because like partly because of that because i don't want to watch it have something that not because i'm scared of the movie but it's the stuff that happened afterwards last time totally i get that second one's not that it's not as good as the first one Mm -hmm. obviously but it's not that bad whole thing takes place in a trailer park so no i'm safe there yeah (laughs) right right off the bat you're like well okay then you can go right ahead with your trailer park (laughs) exactly (laughs) 
Right on. Any other questions I can answer for you, Mandy? I don't know. I think that I was, you know, it's kind of nice hearing ghost hunting stories where stuff doesn't happen because I think that like, you know, not saying there's anything wrong with people that have come on my show and told me their ghost stories, but having right. that other perspective of like, yeah, I want to ghost hunt. Shit didn't happen, which is like the majority of ghost hunts, right? Right. And I would, I would really like to say something did happen, but I mean, just, just the way that that place is laid out, the fact that the bar was open uh, the fact that the Constantinos were there hard selling every little nuance that happened. Yeah. It's, it was like, man, um, maybe if I went in there by myself, spent the night up there by myself, but then you'd have that, that air of, okay, what is my mind putting together that I'm not actually exactly. seeing? You know, just like you mentioned earlier, if you really want to see a ghost, you will, you're, you'll fabricate one oh, yeah, if you have sure. to, unfortunately. So I don't know, man. Um, a good friend of ours, somebody else that's with us here on the Padded Room Podcasting Network, Alan from Wicked Wednesdays, he actually worked at Sloss Furnace for, I think, like five or six years. Oh, wow. If, if you're not familiar with Sloss Furnace, it's this huge blast furnace in Alabama and reputed to be horrifically haunted, also featured prominently on all the ghost hunting mm. uh, shows. Yeah. He worked there for five, six years doing various stuff and uh, part of their haunted Halloween attraction. He said nothing ever, ever happened to him that he couldn't explain. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I would love to believe, uh, but until I have that experience, I don't, I, I can't sign off on it, you know? Exactly. It's kind of hard. Yeah, totally. Well, thanks for being on to tell me your ghost stories, and if people want to find you and listen to your fine podcast, where can they check those out? PaddedRoomPodcast.com is the best way to go. You'll find me there. You'll find Mandy there yes, also as exactly. part of the, uh, the psych ward. You'll also find Wicked Wednesdays that I just mentioned, Horror for Dummies, Who Will Survive, Dark History, all kinds of other fun goodness going on over there. Yeah, exactly. I, I suggest checking it out. I enjoy horror podcasts, and if you do as well, then you should head over there and listen to them. Just do it. Don't <laughs> ask questions. <laughs>